Welcome back to the Service Design Podcast. I'm David Morgan. And I'm Stina. Today we are speaking with Ulla Jones and Augusta Calloway. They're both involved in organizing the Service Design Conference this year. And I'm certainly looking forward to hearing all about this year's theme and lineup. Enjoy the episode. So you are involved in uh, organizing the Service Design Global Conference for 2021. Tell us about it. What's, what's your role specifically? A lot of nodding. Uh, you can't see that, of course. This is a podcast. So, uh, so Augusta, go ahead. Start. <laughs> sure. I signed up to help out with the attendee experience uh, because I'm a, an attendee more so than I, I can. I consider myself more of a... Um, participant than uh, like a service designer. My day job is more consulting and project management oriented uh, right now. And uh, I saw the opportunity to volunteer and I love events and really enjoyed my time at um, the SDN conference in Toronto and signed up to help with the attendee side of things and ended up helping plan that out and coordinate a couple networking events and even a scavenger hunt so it's been fun i'm loving to hear uh your side of the story augusta as well we while we've been working on this conference for over half a year now we haven't really stopped and had that moment where we talk about our motivations to uh join this sort of a volunteer team uh, i on the other hand i'm part of the content team and uh my motivation uh, to join and, and volunteer for this conference is that I've been coming to the conferences since 2013. That was uh, that year it was in Cardiff. And I remember sitting um, in the audience and thinking that, my goodness, this is something that I just want to be part of. And then this year when uh, the conference it was virtual, I thought, uh, what a great opportunity to travel from my uh, from my own living room in a way and and ex experience and explore all these different topics that service designers are talking about because i mean uh, during the covid of course none of us got to go anywhere so this was a great way to sort of uh, connect with my i call you guys my colleagues all over the world and 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 see how the topics and and uh, themes that I'm interested in resonate with the rest of the world and what is on your plate at the moment. So that's basically my motivation. So um, there's three of us uh, that we've been actively working in the co uh, content on the content, and uh, then of course the whole team is much bigger. Great! Thanks a lot for organizing this. I think uh, a lot of people are really happy uh, with you taking on that role. Um, can you also introduce us a little bit to your uh, your day to day job next to the conference? So, what uh, do you do, uh, Augusta? So, I am a senior consultant at Cambria Solutions. We are a IT and management consulting firm. We help state agencies implement uh, large or small uh, solutions, essentially. So right now I work very closely with the Mississippi Division of Medicaid and am in fact uh, am training, uh, planning a training for them for project management. 
So it's, it's kind of fun. You get to sort of design that. And then I've also helped them design a uh, population health or data, data, um, data science team to help the division of Medicaid uh, with, with data. And Medicaid is um, public health care, essentially. Okay, that's very interesting. <laughs> and um, while Augusta is in the consulting side of things, I'm, um, I'm what they call an in-house designer. Um, I've, I've been doing, uh, I've been working in different in-house design roles for past almost 10 years. I currently work as a, a design competence lead um, in the biggest uh, retail and supermarket chain in Finland. And um, uh, so, so I, uh, that what does a, a design competence lead do is, is I, I lead the team of designers and, and f focus on how, how, how the designers are basically sort of developing their competences. But equally, I, I sort of, um, I help the organization to integrate design thinking into their ways of working. All right. Um, you were saying, yeah, it's not just the two of you who are organizing the conference. Uh, who who else is part no. of the team? Luckily, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big team. So for on the attendee side of things, um, I've got two helpers from SCAD, uh, Aaron Dotti and Jaden, um, that have been helping. And 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 Aaron Dotti and Jaden both helped last year a little bit, and then uh, came back and uh, are helping helping again. Yeah, and um, uh, I mean, the names there are there are multiple names because we had p people design the website. We have had so that people help with the uh, uh, diversity, equity, and inclusion sort of a program. We have, uh, but in in mm -hmm. the content team, I can mention that we had we originally had five people working uh, from basically all over the world, uh, someone from Japan and someone from Mexico and then someone from uh, Canada and, and, and someone from England. And uh, we've, we, uh, we've done different tasks at different times and, uh, and, and everyone's sort of uh, chipped in or um, as much time as they possibly can. It's really interesting because, I mean, uh, service design conference is always created by a group of volunteers. So we followed some people sort of uh, falling out or uh, and coming back in, depending on what their job situation is. Are they on holiday and so forth? So it's, it's also been a really interesting journey to learn about uh, organizing without formal organization. Yeah, mm -hmm. cool. So let's talk about this year's uh, topic. Uh, the topic is taking a stand. Can you uh, explain a little bit uh, what that actually means and what you hope we will be able to talk about during the, the conference? Well, we wanted to keep the theme of the conference really vague so that we could include and incorporate as many different topics um, to it as possible. But the um, I remember those conversations in April and May when we were really focused on finding a unifying theme. And uh, it was really interesting how there were, there were people from uh, um, there was uh, people from uh, India. There were people from uh, US. There were us from uh, Europe and 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 all over the world. And and we had this um, Figma board, and we were looking at all these things that um, were 
on the top of our mind at the moment. And what we found were that they were very similar. They were about, as as I mentioned earlier, about the um, diversity. They were about equity. They were about inclusion. They were about colonization. Uh, they were about responsibility. They were about sustainability. And and we we felt that we wanted to find a theme that would work like an as an umbrella for all those things that... Um, designers uh, in some way uh, should be aware of, should know uh, their role in making sure that those issues are addressed. And there are some voices that have been heard and there ha- has been some, a lot of voices that haven't been heard. Uh, and we wanted to uh, give give a voice and platform for all those conversations that need to be put into um, designers' awareness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What does the topic mean to you, Augusta? Ah, uh, well, I'm very pleased with it, and I, I'm very happy about it. Uh, early, this the theme was like deciding on the theme was one of the first steps in the process, and uh, the content team that Eula was part of invited the attendee team over, and we helped with some brainstorming, and. Uh, It's just, it's a really, like she said, just a a really good overall umbrella term of, hey, we need to take a stand. We need to stand up for what we need, what needs to happen. We need to have the tough conversations that need to happen. We need to, and I really think it's, it's a lot about being accountable for what we put into the world. So as a designer, you're creating something. And what impact does that have? And how do you be more mindful about what you create? And I gotta say that I, in the in my previous sort of a response, you you noticed that I'm struggling a little bit with my choice of words and so forth. And it is a topic that I'm also very happy that we chose it because it challenges us all to. Um, find a vocabulary I also find I, I live in Finland and um, I'm mostly most of the time use Finnish as my as sort of a everyday language so when we started uh, to look into this uh, topic of, of of taking a stand I noticed that I need to re uh, sort of a revisit my English vocabulary. How do I talk about uh, taking a stand and all the issues around it? What words do I use? So I also took it as a sort of a like a beautiful challenge for myself and a, a relearning exercise that um, the things that I've learned at school 20 years ago and, and the vocabulary I learned when I was studying in the U.S. Uh, 15 years ago uh, needs um, updating, and in a, in a way, that's also the message that we want to bring to uh, um, to the designers that um, we need to be willing to readjust our thinking and 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 also mm-hmm. learn new new vocabulary. Even mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I can imagine there, there's a lot of sensitive topics as well in this. Uh, theme um, which require very nuanced language you can't be too blunt mm-hmm. about certain things what are some some typical yeah, language issues you run into where you have to maybe adjust choices of words that you make i love the fact that i can no longer um assume things about people like i i 
I've come, like the, the the way in which we've sort of uh, um, used pronouns before, for example, has um, has sort of. Uh, is is out out of the question and 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 it's sort of a, it's 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 a great way to sort of a, sort of a point out that we there's there's no assumptions that we need to let people everyone sort of a share their own truth and share their own uh, own personal identity that it's not us to on us to put labels on people the other one um that uh it's it's been important is also to uh, look at geographic diversity so that we don't like I mean in the conferences of course where um, the l- language is English we it's easy to invite people whose native language is English uh, to speak but we of course want to highlight um, great work that is done all over the world and to find those people who are comfortable to speak in English and 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 willing to share their stories um, it actually hasn't been as as easy as as I hoped in the beginning because um, you know these situations where people are put on a stage and and uh, that the the light is on them it's it's um, it, it's a nerve-wracking moment and not everyone is willing to put them themselves through that um, that mm-hmm. stress yeah Well, I think it's an interesting topic as well is because uh, as service designers, we often take on like the more facilitating uh, role in a group and we often don't take a stand, but just make sure that everyone's uh, agreeing in the room so we can take like further uh, steps in a project or that's at least how I experience it. And sometimes after a project or after a workshop, I'm like, ah, shit, but actually maybe I thought we, we should actually move into this direction but it's not my role at that moment to uh, uh, to say that because uh, I have to make sure that the group uh, agrees and that we can go further and I hope that's a topic uh, to get some uh, some answers on during the, the conference to hear some experiences from other um, service designers and I think even we can go around that we can still as designers uh, be the facilitator be the one who uh, make sure that all voices in the room are being heard. It's more that the taking a stand is that making the making sure that there are all those different diverse voices in the room, that we facilitate conversations where it's not just people like us or the ones that are easy to find and get to join, uh, uh, but that we actually sort of uh, we do the same work that we've done before. Uh, just mindful that um, our our taking a stand is that the people we bring and we uh, into the room and and uh, people we make sure that have a voice in in decisions. So I think uh, yeah, we can see how the theme uh, is represented in the choice of uh, of talks and, and speakers. Um, Augusta, does the the theme also reflect in the experience? Are the choices that you make in designing the experience of the conference that also reflect what the theme? What a great question! Yes, um, and I was hoping you would ask this one uh, in particular about the pronouns. So uh, I just want to let everyone know when you create your profile. So, well, let me rewind. The conference is virtual and the conference platform is Brella, which is the same platform that we used last year. And on that platform, you create a profile for yourself. And when you create a profile for yourself, um, 
Well, we created profiles for the speakers already. So when you're online looking at the agenda, you can see that we listed pronouns at the end of the last name. So uh, you as a user, and I even put it, I put it in the help on the, on the event. There's a, on the, on the home page of the platform, there's an event info tab. And under there, there's a little thing that says need help. And it's like, how did we get the pronouns there? We just put them on the last name field and added them. <laughs> so there's no special, there's no special thing. We just forced, forced that functionality a little bit ourselves. So we've got that. We also have a, um, we're calling it a play and reflect board. Uh, it's a mural board that has, uh, a place for you to uh, interact with other folks around the within the conference. And the first thing it asks you, well, it's still, I will qualify. It's still in the design phase. Uh, ho- hopefully we'll, we'll get it nailed down, but currently it's, it's, it's the first thing it's asking you is where are you? And then the second thing it's asking you is where are you really? Uh, and it explains that uh, you can look and see, you know, who are the ancestors who the tribal people who took care of that land for thousands and thousands of years before colonization happened? Um, there's a website for that nativeland.ca. And we link to that website. We link to um, Amnesty International if you want to learn more about colonization. And we ask you to put the, the native lands um, that are, the indigenous tribes that are listed there. So that's one real tangible way. And then, and then we have other, you know, normal fun conference things, share a picture with us of your, of, of where you are and, uh, and, and things like that. And then those are the two main ways where the, the theme shows up. They show up in the conference board and then how you can, you can post your, your pronouns. Oh, and then, oh yeah, and then I have, sorry, one more really obvious big one. Um, when you're doing the matchmaking, I created, um, as with the, with the team, we created, um, take a stand is a category, um, of one of the matchmaking topics. Uh, and we've got one for civil rights, diverse, diversity, equity, inclusion, one for corporate responsibility, one for environment and climate, one for public health or health equity, and then another one for work-life balance. So depending, and then the options for those matchmaking things, you can either network on that or on those options, they have two. You could put either you're looking to hire someone for that or you're looking for a job for someone for that. So the Brella platform has this really nice matchmaking functionality. Um, That's why it was selected at earlier points and hopefully by including the taking the stand as well as hobbies and some other fun things, um, you'll be able to like either look for work or find work or network um, around those topics. And we were talking about how does the theme show in um, the speaker selection. We've talked about the attendee experience. Um, There's also going to be uh, six chapter presentations. So Service Design Network is a compilation of chapters from all over the world. And and we... uh, had chapters pitch in for a 10-minute presentation. So we have a, a wonderfully geographically diverse sort of a selection of, of six chapters presenting how they uh, experience uh, the 
theme of the conference in their area, in their um, and how designers in in their region or in their sort of chapter area are are encountering the the themes of the conference and theme of the conference and so forth. So that's going to be a really interesting sort of a journey around the globe, uh, understanding that what, for example, Augusta is talking very fluently about, and I'm struggling to sort of find words uh, on how it is seen in China, in Russia, in um, Finland, in US and in Mexico. Great. It's really nice that you uh, are making the interactive uh, part that is always really fun about the Service Design Conference to speak to people about certain topics, to reflect on the talks that you uh, you will manage to get it into the virtual conference as well. So uh, that's really great, uh, great to hear. What are some uh, topics you are particularly looking forward uh, to? Some topics the speakers will be talking about or that you hope they will um, talk about. Do you have your favorites, Augusta? Uh, No, I I don't have my favorites yet. I guess I'm biased. So I've been doing the the attendee experience. So I'm really looking forward to the networking events uh, that we have like right before the conference and right after the conference. And then the conference itself, I'm just like, really excited. I have these great colleagues we've been working with to find great speakers. So I'm excited to see what, what, what they came up with. So, yeah. Yeah. And, um, I, I, I know I've, I've sort of emphasized this journey around the world for, I don't know how many times it's just the lack of travel that <laughs> I've been deprived <laughs> from uh, traveling. But, um, at the same time, um, I'm I'm really interested in hearing all these different points of view about redistribution of power, for example, that there is this, uh, what um, Augusta mentioned all earlier, is this colonization uh, um, that has happened even in design where it's certain firms that have let, that have, have been sort of a thought leaders in methods and processes and so forth, whereas in reality, uh, design uh, method should be very sort of a culture, con- uh, in, in, uh, should be contextual to the culture and the situation. Um, that sort of topics where we are sort of looking at how um, the culture where the design is done affects the, the methods and and, and and the choices for processes equally to that we're not uh, designing for someone, we're designing with so that all the collaborative aspects of design uh, are going to be interesting to hear different takes on it. Um, the thing that is going to be really challenging is that we have two tracks uh, in this conference. So so the conference is going to be uh, on the 22nd, 1st and 22nd of October, and it's going to be a, a so two-day event. But on both days, uh, we we not only have five keynotes, we have two tracks of speakers. So there will be a challenge sometimes to sort of choose whether you choose someone, uh, listen to someone from track one or track two. How we've dis- divided those and made it easier for uh, attendees to choose where they want to focus is that the um, track one is, is more highlighting the topics that are uh, very sort of a 
deeply connected with the theme of the conference, Taking a Stand, whereas the other track is we had a working title, Ever-Evolving Service Design. And so that track two highlights um, ways of working, different processes, different uh, sort of uh, how the design industry and design service design is, is evolving, um, bearing in mind the theme of the conference and all the all the sort of uh, issues that we need to be aware of while we're advancing our um, craft. And I will add, we do have a, a, se- a session that will be um, similar to the SDN Touchpoint. Um, it's a, a SDN Touchpoint's roundtable. And there was one for the most recent issue, which was the system design issue. Well, the the upcoming to be released very soon issue is about designing with the planet in mind. So it kind of that session will will focus on the traditional evolving service design, but then it will have that taking a stand sort of topic to it. So that that's one I'm also looking forward to. Um, Five of the authors are going to be presenting what they've written and that will be really exciting to hear. But, you know, uh, personally, what I'm really looking forward to is all those Q&A sessions that you guys are going to host, <laughs> Gina and David. Yes. And, and then there is uh, Mark and Marina, our other MCs, uh, also two podcast hosts. Um, you guys are going to run um, the post-talk Q&As. Uh, so and and that's always the interesting part because you can't plan how that goes. What the questions? Mm-hmm. What are the questions that arise from the audience? So that, in a way, is the most exciting part. Cool. Yeah, we, we're looking very much forward to that as well. And indeed, uh, we're looking forward to getting the questions from the audience and being able to uh, to post them as well. So if you're listening and you're going to attend the conference next week, definitely post your questions. We will uh, we will pass them on through Brella. So uh, yay! Thanks for the mention. <laughs> um, if you when you've been getting in all of the yeah the the talks that people signed up i'm sure that you there were a lot of talks you couldn't choose um because there were too many were was there some like unexpected patterns in there certain topics that just kept popping up that you hadn't initially expected or something like that um of co- of course there are always um speakers that uh we can't am- accommodate one uh, for one reason or another Luckily, mostly it's because they uh, they were unable to um, uh, be available on those dates. So we've not uh, we've we've been fortunate that we haven't really had to say no to anyone. But it's more been these sort of uh, ongoing dialogues trying to find uh, the, if the speakers have um, availability on those days because we've we've really focused on everyone who is presenting being live in the event so that we have that feel that we are present um uh, present uh, again around the world at the same time <laughs> and and sort of uh, and and hearing the same same words as they come out of the presenter's mouth um uh, there was there is i'm actually not going to share so much about the the what we left um out of this year's conference because we also compiled the list for next year's conference uh, that sort of a suggestion uh, for speakers but um 
there are topics like pluriverse, which is that how do you, as, as I said, designing um, uh, not just uh, with humans in mind and not just the plan. Uh, I mean, and of course, a planet in mind, but that's that's also like how do you design uh, being aware of, mindful of all the living and non-living things around the world, uh, uh, you and and so forth. So that was something that would have been really interesting to hear about. Um, there's also all these wonderful public um, uh, side designers who are do, doing really important work in the public sector and 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 in NGOs that um, we are trying to highlight this year as well. But um, I think one year there almost needs to be a, a, a separate track for sort of um, the social impact design. Then again, luckily, there are already conferences for social impact design. But any, and th- those are the topics that I think that are really inspirational for even for us working in deep corporate, like uh, not deep corporate, but in, in corporations. And sometimes we're sort of uh, bound by very sort of um, uh, more more sort of um, business mi- uh, business as uh, minded targets and so forth so so all, all these topics where where we're we're talking about people and and their well-being and uh and and these sort of a bigger social issues they're inspirational at least to me and i i think that they could provide a lot of insight and and depth to all of our thinking mm-hmm. So I'm sure there's uh, still some people who did not buy their tickets yet. But would you? Uh, how would you convince them to uh, still buy that ticket and be there uh, next week? Well, on my end, I would say definitely buy that ticket by um, October 14th, so you can get full use of the ticket. Uh, the the Brella platform actually will open um, to attendees on October 14th, so you'll get a unique little link that will enable you to log in. We've already got a uh, 40 minute yoga video there on the platform waiting for you. Uh, And you can go ahead and do that matchmaking process and set up one-on-one meetings with people and you can check out the board. And then we also have a scavenger hunt through the exhibit hall. So yeah, there's there's stuff there, um, and then like I said, the the platform itself opens on the 14th to attendees, and then so you've got like the full week. There's also workshops that are sold separately. You could do on the 20th, and then uh, the 22nd or the 21st and the 22nd is the conference conference itself. So. And from a content side, uh, there's no better way to broaden your thinking uh, uh, than, than, and, and, uh, than, I mean, it's basically, we're bringing this to your home. So you have to do very little and you get all this wonderful sort of a content, wonderful speakers. And, and what's great about the Service Design Network's global conference is that it's a global event. So we don't mm-hmm. just have regionally um, Im- interesting speakers, but we, we definitely sort of have worked really hard to uh, give you a global perspective. Um, we could do better, surely, and this is something that we need to sort of a focus on also thinking about languages in which we let the people present and so forth. But I got to say that, you know, like this is a great way to sort of uh, get an overview, a scan of all the all the topics that are, are sort of um, important to designers. Um, and 
Another thing, of course, is Dean and David, you're going to share a 25 euro discount, uh, not 25 euro, 25% discount uh, with your listeners. So what better reason to join, right? Excellent. Yeah, we'll make sure we add all the details for that in our show notes. Uh, so if you want to go to the conference, take advantage of this uh, discount. Oh, yeah. So if people want to go and find out more about the conference, where do they go online? They go to service design globalconference.com <laughs> All right. And if our listeners would like to learn a little bit more about you individually, Ula, I think you uh, you have your own podcast too. Uh, where do people uh, find that? Yeah, so uh, of course, LinkedIn is the best possible place to connect if someone wants to sort of connect. So Ulla Jones, uh, I'm the one and only, although there are some other Ulla Joneses, but I'm the one who can be found from LinkedIn on under that name. I also have a tiny little web presence in ullajones.com. But um, you, since you asked about my podcast, uh, my podcast is called Things Plus. We just uh, pivoted to modern talk by Things Plus. But anyway, Things Plus, if you search that uh, from Spotify, you will find um, um, my podcast. Um, we've uh, done six seasons already. And uh, if you're patient and scroll down, there's at least 10 to 15 episodes in English as well. Most of them are in Finnish. So if you want to spruce up your Finnish, that's another op option. <laughs> <laughs> and you, Augusta? Uh, I can be found on LinkedIn. That's the easiest place to find me. Uh, my first name is missing the typical first U that is there. So it's A-G-U-S-T-A. And my last name is Callaway, all A's. All right. Excellent. And of course, we will also be attending the conference and uh, networking yes. and stuff. So yes. if you, exactly. you can catch me at the pre-conference, the pre-conference networking event before the con conference ha starts on uh, on the 21st, hosting that one. And then uh, we've got the scavenger hunt raffle drawing. So I'll be there uh, right before the close of the second con the second day and then at the end of the the day on the second day we've got our um after party networking event which is actually on a whole different party we're changing venues even we are wild and crazy uh it's gonna be on wonder.me looking forward to that um so i'll be there as well and i can't uh, help but to gush that I get to uh, be on the same stage with Birgit Mager and Alex Nisbet to kick off the conference on the 21st. So <laughs> I, I, again, another dream come true that I couldn't have imagined uh, a possible when I was sitting in that audience in Cardiff in 2013, watching those same people on stage that year. <laughs> <laughs> well, great. Uh I love it that you're so enthusiastic. We are as well. We really look forward to interviewing the speakers. Uh, and uh, thank you so much for uh, sharing some insights about the conference before the conference. We hope we can convince some people to still join or get the people who are already joining really excited to, uh, to join those uh, two dates. All right. Thanks a lot, guys. Thanks for having thank you. The Service Design Podcast was brought to you by the Service Design Network and Night Moves. For more information, previous episodes, or to join the conversation, please visit servicedesignpodcast.com. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider subscribing to this podcast. Podcast.